Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hate waiting a week for the next episode of Radio Rental? Subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus to get early access to episodes, ad-free listening, and bonus scary stories. Visit tenderfootplus.com for details. The following podcast includes scary stories with content that could be triggering to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello there. Hi. Come on in. Come on. Come. Come on in. Uh, as you can see, I'm spinning today. Sorry, I couldn't hear you over the burn. <laughs> Let me turn the resistance down a little bit. Okay. Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm glistening. I'm positively glistening. I'm like Edward Cullen. Or a seal. Speaking of glistening, something about seeing my naked body covered in Crisco the other day really inspired me to shape up a bit. I just realized I, I missed, well, my toned gams of my yesteryears. But anyway, enough about me and my impeccable physique. <laughs> I bet you're here to see and hear something scary. Shove it, Malachi. No, this isn't scary. I meant they might want to see another one of my creepy tapes. No, no, Malachi, not those tapes. Those aren't creepy, they're art. And they were consensual. What do you, what do you know about those anyway? Stay out of my sock drawer, you recalcitrant lynx. <clears throat> anyway, it's time for a tape. The kind of tape that you actually came here for. So, um, okay, so I'm on this bike, so if you could actually just pick it up and pop it in yourself there, please. Go ahead. Here we go. This all started when I was a senior in high school. I was living in San Diego, still living at home. I had a boyfriend at the time. I was a really good student. I was just trying to get ready for college and living my 18-year-old life. I was planning on going to Disneyland with my boyfriend that day. The night before, you're super excited about getting up for something, have to get up early. 
you don't sleep well. I was tossing and turning all night. I ended up waking up really early in the morning, half in sleep, out of sleep. My body was facing the room. I was laying on my side. There was a little space behind me on the bed. I started to feel like something crawl up from the end of my bed behind me. There was no possible way for that to happen. The end of the bed was not accessible to anything. I was really confused. I had a dog, so I thought, did Jesse get in here? Like, what's going on? I could feel the indentation of something crawling up behind me. And I think it ended behind my back. It started, whatever it was, to sniff me. Sniff up and down my body and around. I had no idea what it could possibly be. I just absolutely froze. I just was completely frozen and terrified and didn't know what to do. It took every part of me to like turn over and see what it was. Nothing was there. I felt like it was gone. It had released that hold it had over me. Turned the lights on really quickly and just like sat in my bed in my room. Nothing like that had ever happened to me before. I just kind of sat with it and didn't really know what to make of it at that point. I think I pretty much probably like chalked it up to being sleep paralysis because what else could it be? Like, why would there be something in my room? My mind's just messing with me. I think I told my boyfriend on our drive up to Disneyland and was just like, yeah, I had this really weird thing happen to me this morning. He was a very logical, mathematical, scientific brain person. He was just like, yeah, that was a dream. Whatever, like, don't worry about it. Four years later, I was 22, living in San Francisco. Sometime between like 3 and 5 a.m., I remember waking up because I heard someone like faintly calling my name. I laid there 20 seconds later. I heard it again. And then I felt someone kneeling on the bed behind me. Again, that like indentation into the mattress, like I could physically feel that. I saw this face speaking into my ear in some unintelligible language. It started to sniff up and down my entire body from my head 
to my feet and then all the way back up. I could see its whole body, whatever it was. I knew it wasn't a person. This really pale, kind of like emaciated, like hollow looking face with these dark, dark eyes. It was almost like there weren't eyes. It was just like these dark pockets. Pointier nose. And then it had this jet black hair that was crazy, like there was no order to it. Then its body was this long, thin, lanky, all black figure. Like nothing I'd ever seen before. I could tell that it was some kind of otherworldly being. My body absolutely froze again. What the hell is in my room? Took every part of me again to turn over on to my back to like roll over. Once I was actually able to turn over, It was gone. What the hell just happened to me? I was just completely terrified. What was that? I lived with my best friend. She lived in the room, like, right next door to me. I must have texted her to be like, are you awake? Tell me when you are ran into her room and ran into her bed and told her everything that happened. The next three nights, I ended up sleeping in her bed with her because I really couldn't bear to go into my room, especially when it was dark. My boyfriend at the time, he grew up very spiritual. His aunts would say that they would talk with spirits or connect with his grandmother had all of these sayings and prayers and things for connecting with the spiritual world. He was pretty concerned, just me telling him the energy of it, what happened. And the first night I was going to go back into my room, I don't think that he could come over, but I literally slept with the lamp next to my bed, the light on the entire night. The sun had just come up. I feel like I'm in the clear, like I feel like I can turn off my light and just try and get like a couple hours of sleep. I turn off my lamp. Immediately that face flashed into my vision. It was just waiting for me. It didn't feel like it was like me just having a memory. It felt like it wanted to scare me. It wanted me to see its face and to remember what it looked like. And to know that it's still there, all consuming my mind. I was really struggling day to day with energy focus and anxiety and fear. As often as he could, my boyfriend started staying over. I remember one night waking up to him 
sitting up in the bed with his arm stretched out across me, muttering things to himself. I was like, what the hell is going on? What is it? What is it? And he just kind of like shushed me. And then I like started to take survey like of the room, like what could this, what's going on? I looked up into the far corner of my room and saw this black orb-like thing changing in shape and like had this kind of black haze around it. This concentration of black energy. It wasn't completely solid or like didn't have defined edges. I knew that it was back. He was seeing what I was seeing. You are not welcome here. This is not a space for you. He was saying prayers and like sayings that his family had taught him growing up. You are not welcome here. This is not a space for you. You need to leave. We don't want you here. We don't want you here. Trying to get this thing away from us to protect us. You are not welcome here. This is not a space for you. Repeating that again and again and again and again. You are not welcome here. This is not a space for you. You need to leave. We don't want you here. I just laid back down. I didn't know what to do. I just like kept staring at this thing as he continued to say prayers. You're not welcome here. And then in like the blink of an eye, it was gone. Then he laid back down. What just happened? Are we okay? We're fine right now. Like, let's talk about this in the morning. Like, let's just try to go back to sleep. How am I supposed to sleep? I think because he was so sure that we were okay and that we were protected at that point, I was able to get a little bit of sleep, but I don't think that this entire time I was ever able to sleep well. We woke up in the morning and... I just asked him, I was like, what happened? Like, what was that? I just, like, woke up because I felt something, you know? I felt some energy in the room, and I saw it in the corner. I just knew that I needed to protect you from it. Him moving forward was just like, we need to get rid of this thing. He wanted to be there every night, if he could, to stay with me and protect me from this. I'm not the only one that has had an experience with this. Oh, uh uh-oh. I'll bet you want to know what happens next. Well, as much as I love to dangle the old carrot, this story will be continued right after the break. (laughs) Creepy laugh To be continued Incline (laughs) I'm feeling it in the glutes now
Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's Journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all of that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and more. Your favorite stores like Macy's, Adidas, Walmart pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. That's you. Cash back is deposited directly into your PayPal account, or Rakuten can send you a check. The choice is yours. You can even maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals, like store sales and coupons. Shop for everything from fashion to beauty, home decor to groceries, even kids' school supplies. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Membership is free, and it's easy to sign up. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cash back rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cash back really adds up. And we're back to the tape. Enter if you dare. <laughs> I know it's gotten me pedaling a little faster. <laughs> Actually, um, um, this is a bit awkward, but I'm having a little trouble stopping. I'm, I'm sure it's normal for this model of bike. Uh... No, Malachi, money doesn't grow on trees, you fleabag. How about I stop buying you your niblets, huh? Would you like that? No, I don't think you would. Malachi says I should have gotten a Peloton, but those things are ridiculous. I went the alternate route and grabbed this sturdy steed from an alleyway next to a defunct LA fitness. Can you believe it? <laughs> Look at it. <sighs> okay, Malachi, give me a hand here, huh? Mm. Malachi! Come give Papa a hand. I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't stop this thing. Malachi, come here. Chew the cord. Put your tail in the spokes and slow it down. Oh, God. My anxiety was through the roof. It was consuming my thoughts. I don't think I could focus on class. I really couldn't focus on anything else but what was happening and not knowing what to do about it. What do you do if something is just stalking you or like haunting you in the middle of the night? It was 
all-consuming my mind. I remember just going to sleep. My boyfriend was there like normal. Woke up in the morning and he just looked off. Normally, like, you wake up and you're like, oh, good morning. How'd you sleep? That whole thing. And you're just, like, happy. And he was just dead face. Whoa, what's going on? Like, what happened? He started to tell me about this dream that he had. Him and I were fighting, screaming at each other. And we don't do that. Like, we've never yelled at each other once. He said that behind me, he could see this figure, this being, hovering. It was laughing and like smiling that we were fighting. Then he started to describe to me what it looked like. And I hadn't told him the specifics of what this thing had looked like when I saw it, when it was kneeling behind me on my bed. And he started to describe this white face, like dark black hair, really lanky black eyes, just like super creepy, evil thing. My jaw dropped. That's literally exactly what I saw. Here again is further validation of what I have seen, that this is happening, that he saw the exact same thing that I had seen, and it was trying to infiltrate his brain and his mind. What do you do with that? Like, what, what is happening? A really negative energy that's trying to affect us. The fact that it was now trying to mess with my boyfriend and not just me, like I felt a lot of guilt with that, that I had brought him into this situation because I was selfish and like wanted to feel safe and sleep. And now he's being haunted. A couple weeks later, I'm home alone. All the lights are on. In the rest of the apartment, all the lights were off. I needed to use the restroom, so I opened up my door and I left it open so that the light would kind of light up that hallway so I didn't have to walk down it in the dark. I started to walk down the hallway and it was suddenly the light behind me. It didn't turn off. It was like something had walked in front of the light and I could tell it had like flashed. No one else was there. No one could have walked in front of my door or in front of the light in my room. I knew that something was there. That it was there again. Ran to the bathroom, turned that light on, collected myself and was like, what? It was there again. You can't forget about me. I'm still here.
It's another week or two before the next experience happens. My boyfriend and I flew to go to one of his cousin's weddings. We were going to stay with his aunt, the one that is the most in touch with spirits. I remember talking to her and then her just kind of like looking at me. She was facing me, but looking to the side of me, like it was just right next to me. She could sense something was off with me too. This negative energy attached to you. I'm shocked that she can feel that right off the bat. We tell her what's been happening. She's like, yes, I can tell that something is attached to you. Something is here, there is a negative presence. Can you figure out what it is or like what does it want? Can you communicate with it? She was able to communicate with it in a sense to know that it wasn't going to hurt me, but that it was attached to me and going to stay with me. She just knew it was still negative. It was overbearing and protective and didn't want anyone else to be around me. We tried to get a little bit more like, why is it here? Where did it come from? But she was like, I'm not communicating with that anymore. Didn't want to describe to us what it looked like to her, whatever name it had. After she found out it wasn't going to hurt me, she cut off communication. She didn't want to invite more negative energy into her home and to herself as well. What can we do to get rid of this? Her advice was, you yourself, Emily, you need to tell it to get out of your life. Be forceful and strong with your words. Tell it exactly what you want. You have to be by yourself. You can't have your boyfriend there with you, supporting you like this thing is attached to you, so you have to get rid of it yourself. She called it a parasite, which is a kind of spirit that latches on to someone. It's not like it's latched onto a house. It doesn't really matter where you are. It's always going to be with you. It was me that had to get rid of it. I can't sleep by myself. I can't sleep alone. What am I going to do? Now I have to sleep by myself to get rid of this thing. I have to experience something again. Let it appear again and deal with it on my own. That was overwhelming. Is it going to talk back? That's a terrifying thought. The first night I sat up in bed, I kept trying to talk and then I, I wouldn't be able to speak. And it was kind of like that feeling when you're about to jump off of a cliff into a lake and you just like start to go and start to go and you can't go. 
you have to like force yourself to do it. I finally like started speaking and it was just every time I needed to say it louder. Every couple nights it would present itself to me again. The second time I was more like just speaking in a normal speaking voice telling it I needed to leave. And each time that it happened, I knew I had to like speak with much more conviction and be much more direct with this thing. And that time I felt a little bit more of an energy shift, but not enough to make it go away. Until really the last time when I woke up and I felt it there still and I finally was able to be louder. And luckily, none of the other times, nothing had ever spoken back to me. I finally was able to tell it, you are not welcome here. You need to leave. I don't want you here. I did feel more of an energy shift that time, like a greater one. A couple of weeks later, and I went home to San Diego, staying in my childhood bedroom. This is the same bedroom that everything started. I used to play Ouija board with one of my best friends. I think we were like 10. She had one, and I had never seen it before or like done anything with it. We played it in my bedroom. You'd ask it, like, what's your name? And it would spell things out. The glass, it started to move. I wasn't moving it myself. And I wanted to believe that she wasn't moving it either. And then we learned that if you play Ouija board in an enclosed space, there's a much greater chance that one of those spirits is going to latch on to you. I opened myself up to being haunted. I had a ceiling fan. I remember waking up in the middle of the night and seeing shadows swirling around the ceiling. I knew it was back. Damn it, like I I didn't do enough. I'm pissed. It has taken up so much of my time and my energy and my life and it has ruined my life at this point. I could not do anything but think about this. And so at this point, I just sat up and I like started yelling at it. I told it to get the fuck out of my room. You need to leave me alone. You're not welcome here yelling again and again and again and again until I saw the shadows go away. This was the first time that I felt this, like, relief. I felt like it had finally left me. Wow, like, I finally did it. (laughs) I finally was able to do this myself and get this out of my life. We actually move out of that apartment One of the other roommates ended up staying in the apartment and finding new ones. 
I had forgotten something there, so I asked her if I could come back and get it. I went there and I met the new roommates that had moved in. This other guy had moved into the master bedroom and I was just chatting with him casually about, you know, how everything was going. I was like in the apartment. He suddenly asks me like, have you ever had any paranormal experiences or like felt a presence here? Are you kidding? You must be joking, right? I hadn't told my roommate. There's no way for him to have known these things that happened to me. He was like, no, like I'm, I'm genuinely asking you. I have felt something here. I can just tell that there is a presence here. And then I really quickly told him what had happened. And then I bolted out of there. And I never went back. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh, finally get off that piece of crap. That's the last time I ever exercise of my own volition. My body is beautiful already anyways. Careful, Malachi, or I'll throw you back into the void. 
Oh, great. Now look who's friends. Malachi and his best friend, the Void, in the corner. Having fun, you two? It's like some kind of sitcom. Malachi and the Void. It's about a... It's about an insouciant cat and his friend, a portal into another dimension. Like a Disney movie. Make me sick. Radio Rental is created by Payne Lindsay and brought to you by Tenderfoot TV. Lead producer is Eric Quintana. Executive producers are Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Hosted by Rain Wilson as his character, Terry Carnation. Written and produced by Meredith Stedman. Supervising producer is Tracy Kaplan. Associate producer is Jaja Muhammad. Editing by Eric Quintana, Mike Rooney, Sean Nerney, and Sydney Evans. Additional writing by Mark Lachlan. Sound design, mix, and master by Cooper Skinner. Additional sound design and mixing by Devin Johnson. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Video editing by Dylan Harrington. Cover artwork by Trevor Eiler and Rob Sheridan. Special thanks to Oren Rosenbaum and the team at UTA, the Nord Group, Station 16, Beck Media and Marketing, and the team at Cadence 13. If you have a radio rental story that you'd like to share, please email us at yourscarystory@gmail.com or contact us via the form on our website, radiorentalusa.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Radio Rental. You can also follow the illustrious Terry Carnation on social media. Just search at Terry Carnation. On behalf of the Radio Rental store, we'd love it if you'd subscribe, rate, and review. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.